Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Laughs keep coming as Quinn and Mr. J roll into the sex apartment to tell us about the scary, bumpy road of reconnecting rooms and face plants as they make their way towards their extreme enjoyment of the lifestyle. We're back at the sex apartment with Quinn and Mr. J. Welcome, guys. Well, thanks for having us. Um, as I start off with everybody, the first thing I like to ask is how you guys got into the lifestyle. What what was that discussion, magical moment, uh, earth shattering? Ooh, look what I found. Well, you, you know, it's really funny. Uh, we we spent some time watching movies and just going to general restaurants or strip clubs or whatever. I realized that Miss Quinn here really liked women, but she wouldn't admit it. One day we were watching. I don't even remember what movie it was, uh, but we're watching a movie. And there was a really hot woman in the movie. You'd think I remember this moment, but no. It was Margot Robbie. It was Margot Robbie. There we go. And <laughs> um, it was actually, it was, she had said something about her when we watched uh, Suicide Squad. But then I had never seen Wolf of Wall Street, so she made me watch that. And I'm like, hot oh, damn. The panty scene where she's. <laughs> <laughs> you got to eat the mic, baby. <laughs> the panty scene where she's on the floor messing with Leonardo DiCaprio and she's like, oh yeah, daddy can't have this. This is an audio podcast. Nobody can actually see you doing that. That's all right. Keep doing it. I'm I'm perfectly all right. So while I appreciate the people listening, it's okay. (laughs) For those of you who have not seen this movie or don't remember the scene, we have included a link to it in the show notes. So we're watching this, and, and yeah, the, the infamous leg opening scene happens, and I swear to God. I creamed. She straight up wet herself. And I was like, you are so dyke, you don't even understand it, right? She said, no, 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 I'm not. That can't be. So uh, a friend of ours DJed in a club out there where we live. We were drinking one night, and he's like, hey, why don't you guys come down and check this thing out? And I'm like, I, I love pussy, right? <laughs> So we went. <laughs> so, so a lot of arm twisting. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of arm twisting. It was like a week later. I'm like, hey, I bought us a membership. We're going. <laughs> so we walk in. As soon as we walk in, this is a very, very kink-oriented club. Uh, not much of a swinger atmosphere there. Um, Needless to say, we were not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> and the first thing we see is, and I still don't know to this day, and don't care, but there was what was either a man or a woman, not sure, wearing little kitten ears on its head with like the the headband thing and was lapping up milk out of a saucer and like cleaning themselves with their hands. And I'm like, babe, you know, they can't see you. Yeah, I, see, I get that. I just <laughs> no, criticize you for it. I'm all good. <laughs> Come here. Let me show you how she cleaned. 
so uh, I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm okay with this. Like this is, this is a little outside of the realm. This is something you'd see on like HBO taboo, you know? So they take us back on the tour and they show us the rooms and we're like, okay, well that's, that's pretty cool. And there were, I, I don't think there was a woman there that was desirable for what she was looking for. There, let's face it. Margot Robbie was not there. Oh, right? That's surprising <laughs> that she didn't show up in that area on that night. That's... Like we were bummed. Like she was on the RSVP list, but no, no show. <laughs> and later on, I found out that it was maggot Robbie completely no, different. Was, so yeah, yeah I mis- it happened. Mis- misread the name. She was very nervous. And then there was a, uh, they call it a scene uh, on a Jacob's cross. And there was a lot of very heavy whipping going on. God, I wish everybody could see her eyes right now. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, Quinn is having a moment where she's remembering things and wow. Mortified, <laughs> mortified. It was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Like why, why, no, huh? what, huh? <laughs> and this, this poor woman is get, like, she's getting whipped, whipped, right? Not just like, ouch. No, no, no. We're no, talking like, like the religious Catholic yeah. whip slashes on the back, and she sounds like she wants to die, but then all of a sudden she just squirts everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. I'm like, we need to leave or move from this room, do something. So we got to go in this room because we're like, okay, well, we'll duck away, right? And we got to go in this room. And then one of the workers comes up and says, I'm sorry, that's a reconnecting room. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're trying to reconnect from what we just watched, right? <laughs> we're new. <Okay. laughs> no, I'm sorry. We don't have a reconnecting room at our club. What is a reconnecting room? A reconnection room is a vital part of a BDSM scene, a place where the sub can come out of subspace safely. Subspace is a euphoric type high that the sub enters when completely submersed in the BDSM scene. The reconnecting room allows the sub and the dom to receive the appropriate aftercare and regain emotional equilibrium. I guess it's like, you know, after you scold your dog (laughs) and then you call it up on your lap and you start petting the dog to let him know that it's okay. I'm really not mad at you. Yeah, there was a kitty cat there. Now, now I will say this may be why we're doing this podcast, because we are going to learn a whole lot of things that we did not know about before. And I I love this reconnecting room idea. (laughs) So we got kicked out of the reconnecting room and uh, the worker took us down to uh, a normal room, if you will. That's when it was explained, well, you can put the chain up so people can watch and not come in or you can close the door and have your privacy or leave it open and people may come in and join you. And I'm like, all right, what, what do you want to do? And she's like, close the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to take a while. <laughs> so uh, we quit going for a good three or four months after that. Cause it, it was um, scary. <laughs> so, so just to confirm now there, there was no buildup or anything. This was, Hey, my buddy said we're going to, we should check it out and yeah, all right, fine. Let's go there. There was no discussion. No. Hey, what are we into? What, what are we looking for? No, we, just, we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know point. there was this whole other world out there of people that are like, Hey, you want to fuck? And you're like, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, totally why was he didn't. looking at us when he said that? <laughs> I don't know How <laughs> totally didn't think about the bondage and people being chained up like animals and all that stuff. You just don't think about it. You're like, ooh, sexy people. Ooh, yeah, let's go. No. No. <laughs> that was a no. That's a hard fucking no. <laughs> so, Big 12 inch one. Of course, after that, 
me being me, you'll 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 understand this more than anybody uh, because we're very similar in this aspect. Is now Google became my best friend, and I started reading up about lifestyle and and what the lifestyle clubs are and what lifestyle people are. And I'm still googling the word swinger because I thought that was a thing. Still, apparently that went out in like '76. But whatever, Shit, we still say it. It's in our <laughs> podcast title name. <laughs> do scratch that (laughs) (laughs) so yeah after i started googling everything and realizing what the world is about we had to sit down and have the conversation of what are we into you know what what are you comfortable with we're going to take this at your speed uh because my speed's obviously going to be very much accelerated compared to yours because let's face it i I just don't give a shit (laughs) where you and i are very much alike (laughs) (laughs) if the word no ever comes out of my mouth uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had realized at that point that Quinn was going to be comfortable with women and my job was going to be setting it up because let's face it, Quinny is not an opener. She, she is a world-class closer. World-class, world-class. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We've seen her close on like seven different people in a matter of three minutes. <laughs> Just random people. Hey, can I eat your pussy? Okay, yes. Oh, yeah, you're next. No, no, no lead up. Like, that's. Don't go anywhere. You're next. Stop, stop. <laughs> no caressing necessary. Just take your pants off. <laughs> that's somebody else's problem. Exactly. So, knock them up, knock them down. I got it. So, yeah, my job was the setup guy, right? So I would go in and, and I would set things up and I'd get us back to either a room in the club or we would run into someone who had mentioned to us that they thought she was hot. And then of course me, I'm just jumping all over like, Hey, we got a room in our house. <laughs> you know, There were a couple times there where she had her fun and I watched and that, that, I mean, that turned the hell out of me on, you know, I mean, how could it not? Um, now how long from that first trip to this club that you were like, Oh shit to moving on to, okay, let's figure this out. And probably when we went for the first time was when we really became comfortable and realized okay there's actually normal looking people out here we met a few people and it kind of just started snowballing and i became more comfortable and i'm like we are never going back to that other club ever again and we went back to that other club well i mean i think you skipped past a couple things there. i mean we went back to that club quite a few times we became family with the people that work there well yeah but it was all very much so very vanilla force it was more of Going out and putting ourselves on display, putting the chain up so people could watch us. Baby steps. Uh, Quinn got to understand a Sibian and got to fall in love with said Sibian. Um, Probably broke the Sibian. That's impressive. As we have a Sibian and a motor bunny here, and I can't imagine it being broken, so... I'm I'm very excited to. Oh, actually, hang on. I do know your feature. That might be possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, after we had, uh, I'll back up just a little bit here because we we skipped ahead just a little bit. Sorry, it, rewind. It, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I, I after we went to the store, I was like, oh, let's introduce you to toys because she had never had a sex toy in her life. And uh, I I worked at a club years ago. It was a strip bar, and I was a DJ there for about two months. Walking into a sex store, mortified, like 
face is beat red. I'm like, don't look at me. I'm so embarrassed. Now I own the whole fucking store. And I was, maybe you guys were picking up the look that I was giving you. Like, really? You were, and what? Never had it. And I'm shocked. This, I I wasn't prepared for this. He was not prepared for it either. Once he got me home and was like, you don't want to like have sex or anything? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what? Well, but but when I mean, even back to when we first met, I hated it. She she slept on my couch for three months before we ever even held hands, right? Uh, I mean, she's going through some tough times. So I was being a nice guy and legitimately not trying to be a creeper. And uh, her being Look significantly younger, I know, right? <laughs> now I walk around the club like, with a bucket full of candy, like you want to be candy, little girl. <laughs> she always says yes. <laughs> But she she hated it. Like the first time we did, she enjoyed it, and then it just kind of went bye bye for a little while. And uh, we we slowly started working our way back into that. So for her to come out of her shell the way that she has is incredible. That she's so far out of her. I was going to say she is very out of her shell. <laughs> yes. Matter of fact, I think she ditched the shell because I've looked for the shell, but I can't find it. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a conch. <laughs> If you listen real close, you can hear the ocean. You might even feel it. I will try that. <laughs> Thank God it doesn't smell like a conch. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> Fast forward and back up to the sex toy thing. We bought just like a little teeny tiny bullet, and she was scared shitless of the vibration when it first hit her. And then all of a sudden, she was like, wait, wait, whoa, wait. There's a spot there that I've never really known was there before. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is when Quinn discovered her clitoris. <laughs> wow. That was 26 years old. And that's oh, also really? when I discovered that we needed to buy rubber sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and we discover her special feature. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go chasing water. <laughs> We had been going to our local club on and off um, for about a little over a year. Yeah, Um, give or take. COVID hit. Everything shut down uh, when the clubs first started opening back up. Let's go try that one. The workers at our club were like, that that club is incredible. Like, you've never seen anything like it. You guys belong there, not back home is what they told us. So we tried it. Loved it. Yeah, The Glow Party was our first party event that we had gone to outside of back home so it was, it was now so at much those fun. little parties do they do the body painting there as well oh, yeah. no no no, no. They, they just had uh actually what have become to be very good friends of ours in and out of the lifestyle everybody calls him the mayor out there because he just knows everybody they show up before everybody else do the employees let them in early and they do uh they get the little glow temporary tattoos uh, and they hand those out, and they've got some small paints and those kind of things. Theirs is more just atmosphere and come dressed to impress. Um, so it's not quite what they do here, not mm-hmm. to that level, uh, which is probably why we haven't been back there for it, because we experienced here. Actually, they're the ones who brought us here. Okay. Well, that, yeah. and we realized how clicky it was. Yeah, it's very clicky over there. But we got out there. That was the first time that we kind of experienced another couple on some level to where I was allowed to participate and have some fun. That was the first time I had another man's dick in my mouth and he was eating another pussy. That's how it started. (laughs) How'd that make you feel? Weird. Weird? It was weird at first, but it was fun. It was fun, but different. Feelings of jealousy or? No, just having been raised religiously 
and knowing that you're supposed to be with only your spouse, you know, vows and all that stuff. So it was just kind of like, oh my goodness, I'm breaking all the rules. Boy, this sounds oddly familiar. (laughs) Somewhat, yeah. I remember being in a constant state of guilt as an adolescent because I enjoyed masturbating. Being raised in a religious home set the groundwork at a young age that the satisfaction of sexual desires was bad or sinful, and some days I still struggle to have a healthy sexual relationship with myself. The lifestyle has played a big part in healing some of my misconceptions about intimacy and sex. Yep. But then well, let me it tell was, you, there were a few few rules broken long before that ever happened. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it was fun, and it was like, okay, maybe maybe we should do this again. You know, try other people, see how it goes. Now, now, <laughs> was there a discussion leading into, hey, let's give this a shot, or was this more of a just it happened? No, we had discussed going out there. Hey, maybe maybe we start going outside of ourselves a little bit. We we had realized in a couple of different experiences that we liked being watched. We liked watching. Uh, I liked watching a lot more than she did. She would still like, if she was in the same room, it was okay. But if there was a room that was open, she'd never stop and look in there. She's like, oh no. But she also wouldn't watch porn either. Surprisingly enough. I don't really get anything out of it. Well, you do now. (laughs) As of like last week. Is that now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess so. I mean, look up at the TV. I am. (laughs) So we we actually had a lot of very heavy discussions. and, And then we realized after we did it, we started going into the whole, okay, this is what I liked. This is what I didn't like. This is what I want to find. And we realized driving back and forth. Um, because we would always talk about the night before on the drive home. Like, are you okay with this? How are you feeling today? Like, Since the night is fresh in your memory, the drive home tends to be the most common time to discuss the evening's events. For many of our lifestyle friends, this is their favorite moment of the night where they can share their feelings alone with their partner. Baby steps like that. So it basically started, I liked women, then it was soft swap. And then we were like, okay, well, maybe we can try this, you know, just same room, you know, our rules, whatever. And it kind of just took off from there. And here we are sitting in the sex (laughs) apartment. (laughs) How many times had you done the girl, girl only thing prior to... Deciding, okay, maybe soft swap's an option. That's a lot of fingers. Oh, are we going? <laughs> yes, to it was. I, <laughs> I was like, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I, Couple I, few. I, about how long? Let's put let's put it that way. Then. Well, th- there was about a year in there yeah. where that's all that was happening. Yeah. Um, and then it got boring because it's like, okay, it's just another vagina. Well, and I feel the me, same me, way me, all me, the time. Me. Oh, just another vagina. What the? I don't think those words have ever come out of my mouth. No, and I'm it, not going to start it, now. It felt, even weird. Just. it felt really weird saying that. I, <laughs> like, I'm not sure I can look you in the eyes anymore, buddy. <laughs> so it was probably about a better half of a year. Yeah, it, it was a little over a year. I, I would say at max seven or eight girls. I, I, I will say there was one experience in there uh, where someone got really intoxicated. Shocker. <laughs> and I really uh, am surprised too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was it was a girlfriend of hers. We were helping her out because it was very snowy outside. She had just moved here from a, a very warm climate, never seen snow in her life. So uh, we saved her from the side of the road instead of letting her drive. And we brought her back with us. And we didn't anticipate anything happening. Um, however, there was a lot of alcohol involved beforehand and then afterwards for sure. And next thing I know, a these few two- snow mounds using a water board to try to sled on and it just didn't work. She face planted the snow so hard. <laughs> 
for those of you listening, a waterboard's actually a boogie board. Okay. What a okay. I, I was, I'm, yeah. I'm like, okay, she mean cutting board? What we no. <laughs> Waterboarding is what you're going to do when you sit on my face later, but that's completely different. <laughs> a second. Where are you at? <laughs> She's like, fuck you guys, I'm jumping first. <laughs> Ladies <skipper>. first. <laughs> so uh, that night, uh, the two of them were out having fun in the snow, and I'm just trying to catch up because I had to drive that night. So I'm sitting there just trying to slam drinks down to catch up, and and uh, it's now like 4.30 in the morning, and my catching up went to, fuck, I'm really tired. <laughs> and I look over, and the two of these two are making out, and I'm like, well, that escalated quickly. Like I'm I, awake. <laughs> yeah, like everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what happened to you that night, but all of a sudden she's like, I've got an idea. Lay down in the bed and here's a blindfold. And I'm like, like, I don't know what's about to happen, but I think I like where your head's at right now, right? I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> then He liked um, where our heads were at. <laughs> God love her at the time. You know, she had her clit hood pierced at the time and then also has her tongue pierced. Well, the other one did not. But the game was, one of us is going to sit on your face. The other one's going to suck your dick. And then we're going to switch and you got to tell us who's who. <laughs> he had no idea. I had no idea. (laughs) I know you didn't. We really need a video podcast. We really do. (laughs) And I thought maybe having the tongue ring would make a difference, but I guess when you're in that moment, you don't really feel it. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm going to fucking smack you. I feel bad for the audience. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely need videoed also. (laughs) It just makes more sense. Now, That's so where weird. did you find each of these girls? Because was it all cl- was it mostly club experiences? Was there no. any online searching, or was this just people we know? And no, we we didn't start the online searching until everything closed down for COVID uh, the second time when everything like really closed down. Most of it was meeting people in bars, picking up on the vibe, looking for the signs. Just let's face it, Quinn's a very attractive woman, so uh, very attractive women like to flock towards her. And hit on her, which helps the situation a whole lot. Makes me so nervous. Like, oh, you're talking to me? I would like to clarify if it made her so nervous. Now she's like, yep. I was like, I haven't seen that side. (laughs) Alcohol. Yeah, sober, she'll hide underneath the table. There's where the shell is. The shell's at the bar. (laughs) She checks it in and out every night. Coat check. <laughs> so your transition from girl, girl to soft to full. What was the discussion you guys had? Hey, are you comfortable? You yep. asking him or him asking you? Both. Both ways. That's what she said. <laughs> um, but it was more so, okay, well, I liked it when this happened. I like it when you did this. And then he told me the same thing. And we we're both like, okay, are you comfortable? You want to do it again? Like, we we're like, oh, yeah, sure do it and leading up to that what did you like the most um yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie we hope this brought you some midweek excitement if you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message can't wait to hear your sexy stories 